Rewind with Oisín Langan. This is going to go down as one of the all-time great Irish performances in any code, in any century. It's been an absolutely stunning second-half display. We pulverised the French despite losing three of our best players. Uh, Paul O'Connell appears to have suffered a significant hamstring injury and was hospitalised overnight. Uh, he's having scans later today to clarify the extent of the injury. Uh, Peter O'Mahony has suffered a knee ligament injury and is returning to Dublin today for specialist opinion and will take no further part in the tournament. Yeah, he was around last night. Uh, he's in there at breakfast again this morning, so I'm not sure exactly what time he's heading off, but you know, everyone got to chat to him and, and sit around and, and have a bit of chats and console him a little bit last night. There's a massive togetherness in there and you know, everyone certainly got it to see him have to go. And it's Maczynski who pulls it back across. Lewandowski! Europe's most feared marksman strikes real fear into Irish. We're still in there. We've got two games coming up and we can still make it. Just disappointing tonight because the win against Germany gave us a run at it this evening and we weren't just we weren't quite able to do it. And huge relief for Glen Rovers because we deserve a county, but you get nothing easy. The final score 215 to 213. Ballyhale Shamrocks have been fantastic champions of Kilkenny, Leinster and Ireland, but their reign is over. With a few injuries there obviously during the whole year after that early then. A lot of us are, I suppose, we're over 30 now at this stage too, you know, so there's a lot of miles in the clock, unfortunately, but just, you know, the Lockens were, were the better team on the day, to be fair to them. Look, I've said it before, for some unknown reason, this group's character is questioned all the time. We win two monster clubs and their character is still questioned, so hopefully that will bury that now today. I expect it should, but then probably won't, you know. Coming up, we hear more from the Irish camp following the defeat to Poland and we get analysis from Paddy Mulligan while in hurling, Michael Fenley talks to us about Ballyhale Shamrock's exit from the championship. We'll hear from Martin Comerford, the 37-year-old or Lachlan Gales forward also. And we'll get more from Glen Rovers. They had a great success in Cork, their first title since 1989. The Piercings won in Limerick. We'll hear from their manager, Shane O'Neill. And Cara Finn made it three in a row in Galway as they go for another Connacht and All-Ireland title. We'll hear from their experienced campaigner, Kieran Fitzgerald. Richie Kelleher, by the way, was the voice of uh, Glen Rovers. You heard him there. He's their manager. And from Napiershigs, we heard from Shane O'Neill. It's been a great few days for the boxers, with Michael O'Reilly winning a bronze medal, while Michael Conlon will fight for gold on Wednesday. And Joe Ward fights later today, Monday, in his semi-final. Hopefully, he'll have won by the time you're listening to this, if you're not one of the first people to click on it. First, though, let's remind ourselves of a dramatic day in Cardiff. And a win at a cost against France for Ireland in the Pool D decider. The victory means we face Argentina in the quarter-final next Sunday back at the Millennium Stadium. France will go on to meet New Zealand, who we avoid for now. Let's get the thoughts of Tommy Bowe and Conor Murray along with Jamie Heaslip. But first, Ireland team manager Mick Kearney and fullback Rob Kearney speaking today about the latest injuries and the desperate news that Peter O'Mahony has been ruled out for the rest of the tournament and that Paul O'Connell and Johnny Sexton may struggle to feature again. It's sickening and it, honestly it would nearly bring a tear to the eye. My stomach is churning here. It's a real horrible feeling at the pit of my belly right now as Paul O'Connell is lifted onto the back of this caddy car. Uh, definitively only Peter O'Mahony has been ruled out. Paul was, was, was in hospital overnight. He was obviously very sore. He's getting scanned I think at some stage this morning and we'll be in a better uh, position to make a decision on that later on. It is difficult. It felt awful for him but I think it was great to see the sheer delight on his face after the game in terms of what we'd achieved as opposed to you know feeling sorry for himself it was was really it was brilliant to see and, and, a, and a great sign of the man that uh, he was able to put his own roles you know behind him and think of the team's achievement first.
we do end up losing Polly, it'll be a, it'll be a huge uh, loss to the squad, especially on the field and, and very very much so off the field as well. He's a great great person to have around, great for the team morale and, and lift spirits when when they're low and just puts you um, puts you at ease when you might be stressing out about a game or a certain aspect of a game. Yeah, we just have to wait and see. If he is ruled out, it's going to be a mon monumental loss to us. You know, I think the form he's been in has been superb. He looks as if he's you know, really enjoying his rugby too. You always say when, when guys look as if they're really enjoying what they're doing, it's generally when they get the best out of themselves. If, if it is the case, obviously, you know, we'd be massively gutted and, and disappointed and we'd have lost one of, our, one of our key players. But as I say, you've got to get on with it as quickly as you can. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way, but it's, you know, it's, it's just the nature of, of World Cups. And it's a try! It's been touched beneath the bottom of the post! And Conor Murray gets the try for Ireland! We do know last, last time round we did cock the pool and there probably was a bit of, uh, a bit of overconfidence or, or just a bit, of, a bit of complacency heading into that quarter-final. Um, you know, the thing with this squad is we, we do stay very, very grounded and, and you know, that's with the coaching staff and the players we have and the mentality they have. So I think um, that won't be an issue this time round, please God. They go wide to Rob Carney. Rob Carney scores! Rob Carney scores for Ireland! You know, we were here four years ago and we topped the group and everyone told we were brilliant. We told we were brilliant and we went out and got pumped by a really good Wales team. So we don't, we don't have much time to, to sit around and, and think about this great performance we had yesterday. We have to move on really quickly and I think, bar the Australians, the Argentinians have probably been the most impressive side. Their ability to score points has, has been very, very strong throughout the tournament and you know we just need to make sure that we're, we're, we're next task focused as quickly as we can be. We have another seven day turnaround now for the quarter final and um, you know we're going to have to make the most out of it, there's a lot of bruised bodies out there, we need to be um, at our best next weekend um, so we'll, we'll kind of recuperate as, as good as we can. <laughs> there's a lot of sore bodies, we're going to have to recuperate but we got a massive game in seven days and hopefully this uh, Sea of Green comes back out again and supports in the quarter-final. So Argentina are next up and we're all looking forward to it. There'll be full coverage throughout the week here on News Talk, especially every night from 7 on Off The Ball. They'll have Brian O'Driscoll on tonight, Monday, and obviously then there'll be Wednesday night rugby. Jerry Thorny and Keith Wood will be speaking about the build-up to Argentina and lots more besides. Still to come on the Rewind here on News Talk, GAA and reaction from some of the county finals and semi-finals around the country. But first, soccer. Ireland face a playoff next month following the 2-1 defeat to Poland in Warsaw last night in our final Euro 2016 group match. Analysis with Paddy Mulligan to come. But first, let's uh, hear from captain Robbie Keane, fullback Seamus Coleman and central defender Richard Kyo. And of course, the manager, Martin O'Neill, who spoke to Sky Sports. Obviously disappointed, really. Uh, it, was obvious, it was going to be a difficult game for us. Uh, here we maybe didn't have the same energy as we had against Germany and uh, with a short turnaround away from home against Poland um, it was going to be difficult having said that we probably made life difficult for ourselves at times I'm saying all of this we're still in there we've got a game we've got two games coming up and we can still make it just disappointing tonight because the win against Germany gave us a run at it this evening and we weren't just we weren't quite able to do it despite putting an awful lot of pressure on Poland particularly in the second half it wasn't to be and it's Maczynski who pulls it back across Lewandowski Europe's most feared marksman strikes well 
fear into Irish hearts now. A bullet of a header, Poland back in front. Yeah, I think in the lead up to it, I think that we 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 dealt with a couple of situations pretty poorly, and uh, naturally from his viewpoint, I'm talking about Lewandowski, it was a great header. But I agree with you, we had too much space. Generally, more open than you, you usually are tonight. Well, I do, I, you know, we had to go for it, uh, particularly in the second half. We always felt that we could we would score a goal in in, in the game, so it was to, to prove. I actually thought we might get a, a second goal, and that would have taken us through. So right until the end, we were there. But right. You know, we, but um, uh, we we just we, we were just lacking that that cohesiveness that perhaps was there against Germany. Well, look, we've been been successful fairly in the in, in the playoffs. So, so obviously, obviously having that hunger and desire and knowing that there's a massive thing at the end of it is, is, is playing the European Championship. Some players never get the opportunity to play in these in these competitions. So we've been lucky enough that we've we've had some players there that's played them. So we know the feeling. And the atmosphere around it that, that it creates for everybody, we certainly have a great chance now. Regardless who we get, we've got a good chance because we're a good team. We're very disappointed in there, especially how well the lads done against Germany. We're coming here full of confidence, but there was definitely big periods throughout the group where we would have we took a playoff. Do you know what I mean? So we have to look at the positive side. Look, we're we're very happy that night, but the next morning we knew the focus was on Poland and. You know, we're just disappointed that we couldn't have finished the job off. But as I said, there's been times that we might have looked like we're out of the group completely. So we'll regroup again and get the fans right behind us like they were Thursday night and tonight. And, and it'll be a hard hard for any team who draws against us. And McGeady still five in the middle for Ireland. If he can somehow find a way through. Oh, and it's pushed away. So close to the goal that Ireland needed. A head-in-hands moment for Martin O'Neill as Fabianski comes up with a big save. Just thought I'd take a chance and stay up there and um, Ado done a bit of magic and it fell to me and I just wanted to make sure I hit the target and uh, you know like I say the keeper's made a good save but you know probably should have scored but you know I think um, you know like I say I just wanted to make sure I hit the target but um, yeah on another day it could go in but like I say it was, uh, it was a bit unlucky really. Well, as always on the Rewind, we're joined by former Chelsea and Ireland fullback Paddy Mulligan and Raf Diallo of Team 33 and Off the Ball. Uh, Paddy, Martin O'Neill, we heard him say it there that maybe they were somewhat unfortunate. Richard Kyo said the same thing and maybe he's saying that because he missed an absolute sitter. But what do you think? No, they weren't unfortunate. They never played with anything like the intensity they played with last Thursday night against against the Germans. And that was always going to be the fear. Could they replicate what, what they did against the Germans? And sadly, it just wasn't the case. Um, team selection probably left a little bit to, to be desired as well. Um, I, would, I, would have, I would have kept Robbie, Robbie Brady in midfield, uh, no matter what, because he is not a defender. And, and it's, it's as simple as that. So keep him, keep him back there. And Robbie had had one of those nights last night where he, he'd want to forget in very, very quickly. Is there any excuse for his delivery being so poor? Regardless no excuse. Of position? I was just coming on to it. No excuse for that whatsoever. Corner kicks, free kicks. It's it, it's it's just not acceptable. And and these days you're seeing an awful lot of of, of corner kicks and free kicks being wasted. But but last night when Ireland, and especially near the end when Ireland needed a good ball in. It, it, it wasn't forthcoming. McGeady got himself into a great position as well. Uh, played a smashing ball back to, to Richard Keogh, who really should have, have buried it, didn't. But a few seconds later, McGeady hits the ball uh, behind the goal. from his goal. And that's what that's what you get with McGeady. So, you know, you're all over the place. The, the, the talent, no matter what some pundits say, the talent is not there to be able to, to play well on a, on a Thursday night 
and then continue on on the Sunday. But surely the composure should be there. I mean, it was it's a, not. in the first half, we it's looked not. like a totally different team. Yes, com- uh, completely. And they shouldn't have been because the Poles were, were more nervous than what the Irish were. I mean, the Irish should have gone and embraced it. Having, got, having gotten out of jail last Thursday night, they should have gone and embraced this, this, uh, this wonderful chance to automatically qualify. And they didn't. They fell very, very short of it. McCarthy never, never got on ball. If, he wasn't, if, if Hulhan wasn't fit to, wasn't fit to start, uh, then McCarthy has got to pick up the cudgel and say, I'm going to be the one to dictate here tonight. Because Glenn Whelan is not really good on the ball. So leave, leave him out of the equation. Yeah, to do, great. do we see on Thursday night against Germany that McCarthy is not a dictator, but if you play him in the right position, breaking, uh, breaking, you know, tack, tackling, breaking up attacks, all that kind of thing, passing it short, doing that, that's his role. He's not the, the, the pass-spraying midfielder that we always thought and wanted. Yeah, but then you see he played, he played Whelan in that, in that role last night. So he had a choice to make. Do I play Whelan or do I leave McCarthy in there? And he should have, he should have left McCarthy in there. And, and not play Whelan and leave Whelan for the last 20-25 minutes if, if, if lads were getting a little bit tired. Now, I've, I, I can't understand for the life of me how lads would be getting tired having had that wonderful win against the Germans on Thursday night and, and then they, they say, we're tired. How, how could you be tired after that, after that magnificent performance from a defensive viewpoint? Because really, and, and an awful lot of people went overboard on Thursday night, but really the Germans should have been out of sight. The, the, the Poles could have been out of sight early on in that game last night. Then if you look at our third place, um, would you say that's probably our level, like within that group, if it was fair enough? Before before the tournament started, I didn't think we'd get third place. I thought Scotland, At times we didn't look like we were yeah, going to get I it I thought either. that Scotland would, would, would pip Ireland the third place. But after last thir- after last Thursday night, I thought, well, there could, there's a chance here for automatic uh, qualification. Yeah. Having, 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 having come from, from a, a nightmare situation, because losing to Scotland was a real, a, a real blow uh, last October, and and then only only drawn with them uh, in the Aviva as well. So there was four points lost, but having picked up four points from the Germans, you say, well, fair enough. Now you, you you're back in it. So you you would have you would have you, you would have thought that Ireland going into Warsaw uh, uh, um, last night that they they would have really been ready, uh, both mentally and physically for for the polls, and they weren't because. Uh, uh, if Lewandowski was not playing for Poland, Ireland probably would have won it. Yeah, because they're they're really you often hear of, of, of teams being well, they're a one man band. Uh, Liverpool with Suarez, just just for example, and, and that was that was really the case last night. Now, I don't, what I didn't like about Lewandowski is the fact that he dived so much. I mean, that's cheating of the highest degree. But he's a magnificent player, and you can knock a ball up to him, and it'll stick, and he'll bring people into play. He's such an intelligent player, and the header, the the goal that he scored was just a magnificent header. Yeah. I mean, he he just he hit it, he headed it absolutely perfectly. And then, kind of looking at the playoff sides as well, I actually don't, I don't fancy us really against any of the teams that are currently listed. Some of them are definitely going to be in the playoffs. Some of them not quite yeah. so much. Like you'd have to worry, you'd have to be, you'd yeah. have to be concerned, Raf. You know, because the, the 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 best route was the one to go, and, yeah, to go, to go and draw to yeah. each or or, or 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 win last night. It was the best route. Bump, you're there. You're in France. Yeah. Happy days. Now we will be without. John O'Shea and Jonathan Walters. Yeah, John O'Shea there. is going to have to get hold of himself as well. He's well, he a can't very, hold a Lewandowski. So yeah, but that's the problem. problem. He's a he's a very very lucky fella that last Thursday as well against the Germans that he didn't give away a penalty 
because referees for whatever reason if you put your arms around somebody in, in, in the middle of the pitch it's a free kick if you put your arms around somebody in, in, in the in the in, in the 18 yard area it's a it's a penalty but they're not giving them so he's a very lucky man you could have given two away last night and certainly last Wednesday, last Thursday as well so he's he's a very lucky boy he will be a he will be a loss there's no there's no question about that and, and Jonathan Walters will be a huge loss uh, in, the, in the first game the way that Jonathan Walters has, has been playing and the pity of a two last night was that Shane Long who, 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 was, who was doing reasonably well but has, has lots of pace and will, will, will worry defenders got injured after 55 minutes and he, he, he I thought was a huge loss because putting on Robbie Robbie doesn't have the, any of the pace that Shane uh, Long would have and doesn't get around the pitch Robbie is, 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 is a tap-in expert from you know, 12, six, 6 to 12 yards, 14 yards, he's he's ace. And it's going to be a long time before we get an, an, another Robbie Keane. So that was a huge loss for for uh, for Ireland and, and Shane, Shane Long having to go off. And let's, let's hope he's going to be back pretty quickly as well. Quite hopefully, yeah. Uh, and actually looking at the teams in the playoffs, I mean, if I was to ask you which one would you pick out of this kind of lineup of fairly, fairly strong, well, teams that are fairly you know, stronger than us, like Croatia. I think we'd all want to avoid. You know, oh, yes, of course. You know, they've of got course. some fantastic midfielders. Yeah. Ukraine as well, big country. Yeah. Um, you know, they have a decent. Sweden, recent I think, record. are in there as well. Sweden are in there. You know, we don't have a good recent record against them. No. Then, if you look at Denmark, Denmark also. Yeah, they have some a player like Christian Eriksen, for no. example. Who? Believe how should not, we set up? Whoever we play, how should we set up? Or how do you think we will set up? Because those are kind of two different questions. He's got to. I. I. I think. To, um, as regards the system yeah what I mean is is how do you think Martin O'Neill will set up as to how he sh- as opposed to how he should set up because the criticism of Martin O'Neill is, is, is that you know he has this way of playing and that's that yeah and, and that's and that's and he's going he's not going to change that's that's the, that's the way the Trapattoni was doing as well and Martin O'Neill is out of, out of the same stable as Trapattoni there's no question he will not change. Uh, rightly or wrongly now that's, that can be very commendable that he knows exactly which way he wants to play when the, when the results are not forthcoming then you've got, to, you've got to look at it also he has to look at the personnel that he has so he must he must have a system that, that the personnel that, that he has to work with are happy and can do it to the maximum of their ability and th- that to me is what good management is about get players to play to the maximum of their ability recognise what they can do and then uh, ask them, ask them to go and do it, but already have worked on it in training, and and if he if he can do that, well then they're, they're in with a shout. But it's 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 a, it's a going to be a, it's going to be a huge ask. There's no question about that. Yeah, and particularly given that the, most of the teams there, bar maybe Slovenia, would be slight at least slightly stronger than us or significantly stronger than us. So I don't know. Maybe in that case. O'Neill's usual kind of more conservative tactics actually might suit suit us against a team that is yeah. at least you know on paper a little See, bit I couldn't, stronger. I couldn't us. figure out why I can never figure out uh, why James McLean is is in the team. And last night I just couldn't figure that one out. I expected that he probably would be, but I I, I can't figure out Martin O'Neill's thinking there at all because he he brings nothing. Is he picking on potential rather than form? Well, there's no it's good. The opposite on, of Joe Schmidt. No, it's no good picking on potential. You got to pick on. You got to pick on form. And, and and Robbie Brady from from uh, from last Thursday night uh, was flying, and and you got to you got to keep Robbie Brady there. I I think Robbie Brady's best position is is left side of midfield, and with a license to roam. If he wants to roam across the pit, fine. There's no problem there. But make sure that you you keep the balance right as well when you don't have the ball. And he's well capable of doing that. But he's, he is not a defender. And he you know Martin O'Neill has got to figure he's he's got to figure that one out. To me, it doesn't take much figuring out. 
you know, because if you've got Walters out, uh, out on the right and you've got Brady uh, floating around the midfield area, you've got a, you've got a, you've got a great you've got a, you've got a wonderful chance. You've got Hendrick in there, who will who will work all night for you. You've got McCarthy who will work all night for you. So, and maybe maybe Wes Holland, but I'm not as gone on Wes Holland as some people are. Yeah, I think I think we know who you're referring to anyway. I think. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you actually mentioned McLean and in, in that whole kind of hooligan thing as well, there's there's often campaigns outside, like from the media or from certain pundits, you know, pushing claims of certain players. There was McLean for a while, there was Andy Reid and then oh, there's yeah. been Wes Hoolahan. And, you yeah. know, that must be quite frustrating probably from the manager's point of view to be having to deal with that you know they're trying to build a certain team and then there's one pundit or two pundits you know that are pushing yeah. the claims of certain players and is then it, if, as we see with McLean the potential doesn't really um, doesn't really arise afterwards No and, and, and McLean made his, made his debut uh, under, under Trapattoni and he came on as, as a sub and the applause that he got I think Trapattoni said after the game he thought it was, it was best Maradona and, and, and Pele all rolled into one <laughs> and McLean with all due respect has done nothing in the game absolutely nothing has he done in the game Andy Reid when, when people are clamouring for him as well was forever unfit now when Wes Holton uh, should have been coming into the Irish team Brian Kerr didn't even pick him in the squad yeah I mean, Trapattoni saw that Wes Holland was too light in midfield, not not strong enough, not big enough. We saw Wes Holland against Serbia there two years ago, and Matic just, you know, ran amok with him. But Wes Holland uh, will hold on to the ball. And last Thursday night, there was an incident just prior to, to, to Jonathan Walters. Holland got to the end line, pulled it back for Jonathan Walters. Walters had the shot, deflected out for a corner kick. But prior to that movement, yeah. Um, Holland was on the ball yeah. inside the German half in about 15 yards inside the German half and Daryl Murphy made a run from, from uh, Hummels right across Boateng and all it needed was just to be lifted over the top but Wes Holland didn't see it now he's a midfield player he has to see that he has to see that run because that's what that's what strikers are always looking for. He didn't say what did he do? He turned out and played it back to, to, to John O'Shea that's yeah. criminal but nobody the, the pundits who are in love with, with Wes Holland uh, are, are, are never mention never mention that fact. But all the what he can give, but what he what he gives is five yards back and five yards uh, uh, sideways. That's that's what he gives. He'll play well against Rabalta as he did do. He'll play well against George as you would do. But when 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 the big did he not teams, play well against Germany in fairness. He to to a degree he played well, but, but better than of, someone else would have done. We're but, better with him in the team than someone no, else. But all of the all all of the all of the stuff that he was playing the other night was all tippy tappy stuff. Well, we saw five, last night no one could do but that. All, we all weren't five, keeping the ball. At least then all, we were keeping the ball. All five yard passes. Now twice in the second half last Thursday night as well. He tried to play the ball forward twice. Twice he gave it away to the Germans. But nobody is picking up on that. Yeah. I've no I've no problem with Wes Holland whatsoever, provided he's producing and provided that he wants to play. But see what makes it what makes it attractive is he's left footed. And he's nippy and and, and, and and quick. But I want to I want to see Wes Holland play the penetrating ball. And he doesn't do that often enough for me. I don't want and fine, I, I take your point. If the lads need a breather, get him on the ball. Yeah. But re, make, once we realise that he's going nowhere with it. That he's not going to punish uh, the opposition. That's that's the big concern for me. One thing I want to ask you before we head off: Michael O'Neill has led Northern Ireland to the Euros. Congratulations oh, to them! Brilliant, brilliant. I know that well uh, many people in this part of the world mightn't be fans of Northern Ireland. Maybe that's a sociological thing more than anything else. It's another debate, also. But I'll tell you what: 
they are fans or they have to admire at the very least Michael O'Neill and what he's done uh, does this show what a manager can do straight out of League of Ireland because he went from Rovers to Northern Ireland might have taken a bit of a while but he has gotten gotten them yeah, there well, and we had this debate a couple of weeks ago about Stephen Kenny yeah. Stephen Kenny of course and, 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 Kenny, yeah. and, and, and that's and that's what can happen but also what, what happens as well that if you set up your team and they play with the pride and passion and endeavour and no little skill you've got a chance yeah. you always have a chance if you're at once your attitude is right if the attitude is wrong it doesn't matter what skill you have if you don't uh, uh, go and play to the best of your ability sometimes you have a nightmare so what yeah. but if you play to the best of your ability you'll play better more often than not and, and, and that's, what, that's, what, that's what a manager has got to do um, uh, players are fine um, when they're winning and everything, is, oh, everything in the garden is rosy it's when things go wrong that's when you need your manager to go and put things right and that's, that's when the Irish lads now need Martin yeah. O'Neill to turn around Roy Keane to turn around and say this is the way we're going to play this is the system whether we like it or not this is going to suit you provided it suits the players now don't get me wrong I'm saying I'm not pandering to the players at all but you must be sensible about the whole thing there's no good asking Glenn Whelan to, uh, to get on the ball and, and be creative because he can't be creative but what Glenn Whelan can do he can break up play for you and give the ball to the nearest yeah. man who is better on the ball uh, than, than, uh, than Glenn Whelan just, just for example but uh, O'Neill has got to establish all of this is he better off not having Glenn Whelan in the team at all yeah. and, and, and let McCarthy do that role and that's, that's the route that I would be going because I think I think that if you if you encourage McCarthy, he just might uh, be be the answer to our, to our prayers. He should he he should have stood up to the plate a long time ago, in my estimation. But it's, it's, look, it's never too late. So give him another chance and see how, how he does in the qualifiers. Raf, maybe sociological reasons was the wrong word to use when describing why Ireland fans mightn't support Northern Ireland in the Euros. Look, either way, <laughs> historical, it, probably historical, more so. yeah, maybe more so. And you know what, it, it is what it is. But. Um, Michael O'Neill has shown that he can get the best out of largely average players with the greatest respect to them. Yeah, and not for the first time. I mean, get bringing Sharon McGrovers into the Europa League, yeah. uh, you know, group stages was arguably even, uh, well, I'd say it's probably an equal uh, probably Irish achievement football. in probably a way. Yeah. League of Ireland's greatest ever achievement. It's League yeah. of Ireland's greatest achievement yeah. and it's it's probably at the same level as being able to take Northern Ireland who don't have any really standout players. And they to, top the group, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, top the group. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. That's an incredible wonderful achievement, top. yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's just wonderful. And well done, uh, Michael O'Neill, and well done to, to the lads of North, North of Ireland. Smashing, yeah, smashing. It's, it's not like Wales who have at least, they have Bale and Ramsey and they can build something around that. Northern Ireland have fairly ordinary players but the team spirit is obviously very good and yeah. uh, yeah. and that's know, my very point that if your team spirit I don't care what club you play for whether it's a junior club whether it's League of Ireland whether it's Leinster Senior League whether it's international football or a club side yeah. if your attitude is right and you have the spirit and the camaraderie in that dressing room I'll tell you what you'll win an awful lot you'll win an awful lot of matches that you, that you shouldn't win I remember when, when John Giles manager at West Brom um, yes we had, we had some decent players but the spirit and camaraderie with the players was absolutely magnificent and that was engendered by John and and hence we, we, we got promoted to first year and, 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 and sailed into into the first the old first division as it was then and finished sixth in the first season so we, yeah. we you know for West Brom that, that's a huge achievement yep. OK Paddy Mulligan and Raf Diallo thanks for joining us on the Rewind Cheers 
Thank you, Ocean. Gaelic Games now, and Glen Rovers are celebrating a first senior hurling title in Cork for 26 years after yesterday's win over Sarsfields. 217 to 113, the final score at Porky Rin. In Limerick, Napiershik took a third title in five years, overcoming Patrick's well 122 to 412 in fairly dramatic circumstances, it has to be said. In Kilkenny, All Ireland champions Ballyhale Shamrocks lost out to O'Loughlin Gales in the semi final. 215 to 213, the final score. They'll play Clara in the decider after the Maroons overcame Mullinavat 123-14 to 14 points. Uh, brothers Liam and Lester Ryan combined to score 12 points between them. That was uh, 6 points each. In tip, Nina Era Og and Thurlis Sarsfields won their respective semi-finals. While in Clare, Six Mile Bridge are champions after a 121-15 to 15 points win over Clonlara. Niall Gilligan, who's 39, yes that Niall Gilligan, scoring 13 points for the bridge. In football, Corrafin took the title in Galway. Cross McGlen once again champions in Armagh. Kilku won and down. Eden Derry beat champions Roden Offaly, while Kings Court and Derry Gonnelly were victorious in Cavan and Fermanagh. St Lomans, by the way, won in Westmeath, while Trillick took the title in Tyrone. Now we'll hear from Glen Rovers and Corrafin along with Napiersigs shortly, but first, Ballyhale Shamrocks lost to a Lachlan Gales in the Kilkenny semi-final yesterday. I will hear from Martin Comerford, the 37-year-old Lachlan Gales forward shortly. He would blood on his jersey and, and on his finger at the end of the game. He really was through the wars. Uh, Michael Fenley is a man who is well used to being through the wars. He's won the bulk of them. Uh, sadly for him and his uh, teammates yesterday, including Henry Shefflin and TJ Reid and all those guys, they couldn't get through this one. It was a, a battle maybe too far for for them. I put it to him that uh, fatigue maybe caught up with the team because they've been on a go on the go for a long, long while between club and, and county commitments. Yeah, a bit of both, I'd say, to be honest. Um, you know, I suppose we're on, we're on the road a long haul now after all learning that. And uh, it is hard to keep the hunger there and keep the appetite there. And with a few injuries there, obviously, during the whole year after all learning then a lot of us are, I suppose, are over 30 now at this stage too, you know, so there's a lot of miles in the clock, unfortunately. But just, you know, the Lockins were, were the better team on the day, to be fair to them. We fell, up, we fell a bit short. Maybe we could, have, we could have played a bit better, but I don't know, would that been, would that been good enough on, on the day? Is it frustrating? Because especially in the first half, you did create the goal chances. Yeah, we definitely did, but uh, we just didn't take them, I suppose, and, and that's the way the game goes. And we're, we're, we had a few sloppy passes, and there's a few sloppy parts of the play during the game that we, we don't normally do. So when, when you make those mistakes, you know, you, you pay for them. And O'Loughlin's got the one or two chances, and, and they put them away. Do you feel that kind of level of fatigue and, and, and sluggishness in the running? I mean, did you know, for example, that you weren't quite at it to the level of last year, this year running into the semi final? Yeah, I suppose. Look, the the league ends, and you know, the last two games we haven't performed t- t- like we had last year, I suppose. And but we're hoping we, we could get it together and 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 gel at the right time, I suppose. But didn't really happen for us this year. And as I said, maybe it is miles on the clock. And you know, like I'm 30, there's a few lads, you know, 34, 35, you know, and they're they're great, um, great men for the club, and and they're still going to be fair to them, you know. But I suppose the, the fresher, younger lads is, is a massive help these days. And we have a few coming, but you know, it's another another couple of years before before they can get up to that level, I suppose. There's a lot of sharks in there in the Kilkenny pool, isn't there? They're all gunning for you. When you, you get success, I suppose it makes you a target. That surely does, yeah. And, and look, there's five, six, five or so of us with, with the Kilkenny team this year, you know, and that's a long haul again from, from, the, from the club all Ireland. So again, you know, playing at that intensity and level is tough during the year. And, um, and our Auckland's, I suppose, had one or two. And again, it's good to get games together and we, we didn't really get much game, to get, game time together over the last maybe six, seven months. Just before I let you go, 
obviously it's not a good thing to lose the game but maybe in the long run it is a good thing to, to get a rest it means that you know your, your your year will be structured like everyone else's now yeah a rest obviously is important and get get back that hunger again but you know it's massively disappointing you know like you don't get much nine chances to come to semi-final stage and lose by a couple of points um you know you need to win these but but mentally and physically i suppose yeah, i'd say the team probably could do with a break for a while now and just to refreshing things up and maybe refreshing the body a bit hopefully michael thank you martin comerford of a lachlan gales Talk to me about what this victory means to you. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, we're all over the moon to beat uh, the All-Ireland champions, county champions, Uncle Kenny, Ballyhill, Shamrocks. Um, such a such an array of talent on their team. You know, it's just a, it's a phenomenal uh, team that they have. And, you know, um, for an up-and-coming club like ourselves to be able to beat uh, such a such a brilliant team is a great honour and we're absolutely over the moon with it what about your own performance today a case of rolling back the years <laughs> I don't know about that I was gasping a lot, a lot through the game but yeah um, you know I'm 37 now and you know it's uh, it's great to be able to just put on the, the socks and boots and, and go out and hurl you know um, I suppose when you get a bit older the pressure comes off you know and uh, <clears throat> You know, you can play with a bit more freedom. So, you know, I was delighted and um, it was a great day for Hurland. The weather and conditions were brilliant. The pitch was in great shape and, uh, you know, it was it was a fantastic game. I think um, I think uh, our goalkeeper, Stephen Murphy, made fantastic saves in the first half and kept us in the game, you know, and we tagged on a few pints and got a couple of goals at the right time, you know, and we were absolutely over the moment. 1-7 to 7 the score at the break what was the talk of half time because they had created goal chances and look to the neutrals like myself and a few others watching up in the press box we said look it's only a matter of time before Ballyhale click but you didn't let them yeah um, we were just saying there last night we had a meeting and so forth and before the game you know and at half time just to ignore the scoreboard and keep driving it on until the 63rd 64th minute and uh, you know we always knew that we were going to get sucker punches but you know when you have players like TJ Henry Colin Michael Fenley and, and Chance so forth you know we always knew we were going to get sucker punches and it was just a matter of uh, you know riding out the storm and, and, and keep on tagging on the points and you know keep driving it on till the end you know so that was kind of our attitude going into the game and, and it worked for us You mentioned you're 37 is it hard to keep motivating yourself because you have to train nearly at a county player level still to get to the level of beating the All-Ireland Champions and hopefully for you now going on and winning a Kilkenny title so what does motivate you when you're I suppose you know to the outside world the underdogs mm. and you know everyone thought that Ballyhale would, would probably win today so what motivated you to, to drive on from the start of the year to try and achieve this goal which you have done yeah um, I suppose uh, I love playing for playing Ireland number one I love playing for Lachlan Gales you know they're they're the team I played with since I was six, seven years of age, and I just love putting on the Lachlan Gales jersey. You know, it uh, makes you emotional. You know, just uh, representing them, such a fantastic club, and uh, all my uh, friends and family and everyone. You know, belonged to me, played for them, and you know, um, it's, it's it's a great honour, and you know, uh, to be able to. Um, I suppose cut the mustard at such a high level uh, for for a club like ourselves, who are always uh, fighting against. Um, uh, this the other city just the powerhouse of James Stevens and Dixborough in the city and also we have great structures there the people behind the, all the underage teams are fantastic and you know we have we've won two or three under 14s two under 16s and we're in the minor final uh, for the second year in a row you know so we have fantastic players coming through and you know um, I just want to stay hurling as long as I can because um, I know that this this club is, is going to be uh, is going to have a very strong team in, in, in the not so distant future you know, so hopefully I'll be able to play and keep, keep playing and, and hold my place and be involved. Does this county final mean a bit more to you? Because you know, 
at 37 there mightn't be too many more of them <laughs> yeah well listen uh, Clara are a formidable outfit you know and uh, they've beaten us the last three times we've played them so um, we'll be underdogs going into it without a doubt you know and um, uh, we we have to produce something similar if not more to, to beat uh, to beat this Clara team in order to play with a great uh, uh, passing they're, they're looking for one another all throughout the field and they have fantastic youth they're all in their mid-twenties and you know they're, they're a very formidable outfit you know so listen we'll, we'll go back we'll enjoy this evening and uh, we'll, we'll train hard and prepare hard for the final and hopefully we'll represent the Lachlan's to the best of our ability and give Clara a good game Does this mean as much to you as anything you've, you've done in the past with Kilkenny? <laughs> ah sure listen uh, your last victory is always your, your, your best you know like <laughs> had some fantastic days you know with, with Kilkenny and with the club and you know it's uh, I won't put it anywhere but uh, you know is, is it, we, it's a different or better in a different sense if you know what I mean ah yeah it's different we've we've been um, we've been poor to be honest with you a lot of seniors have been poor the last since we won it in, in two was it 2-9 you know we've, 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 we've bowed out we've limped out of the championship uh, on a local level you know it's been very very disappointing you know so I suppose the, the players just said at the start of the year we just needed to do something different and um, we needed to commit to it a bit more you know maybe our commitment wasn't the best you know over the last few years and our dedication wasn't where it should be to, to be able to cut the mustard with the likes of Clara Belly Hale and so forth you know so I think a lot of the players have matured a bit more and uh, they're after giving a lot of commitment this year and um, it's paying dividends so hopefully hopefully we'll, 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 we'll give Clara a good rattle in the final and a man who just walked past you there Brian Hogan this is his first year playing for Lachlan Gales for a long time that he hasn't been involved with Kilkenny has that been a help that he's been able to concentrate fully with you boys? Uh, to be honest with you I've seen him more at training when he was hurling with the county than he has been this year <laughs> I know Brian doesn't need to train too hard you know he's, uh, he's a fantastic leader great friend of mine and you know he's, he's just uh, he's just a rock he's you know he's without doubt the best centre back in the county you know at, at, a, at a club level he's he's brilliant and probably work commitments other than that he probably would be on the Kilkenny team again this year without a doubt you know he's, he's a brilliant brilliant player and a brilliant brilliant leader for us you know so we're absolutely thrilled to have him and you know I'm sure he's going to have a good battle with his brother in the final yeah, that's an interesting one because Keith plays for Clara, doesn't he? Uh, Brian's brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting again. I'd have marked on another before, you know, so um, <laughs> I don't know how to do it. But listen, uh, we'll see how it goes in the final. <laughs> listen, Martin, thanks, thanks for talking to us and Thank well you. done today. Thank you. So that's Kilkenny. But what about Cork? Glen Rovers ended a famine with their win over Sarsfields after the game. A Cork and Rovers defender, Stephen McDonnell, spoke to Red FM. It's not sinking in yet, to be honest. Because you're, 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 you're out there and about you're trying to work your heart off and then when the game is over you're still kind of in that zone but it will sink in and I know it will sink in and I nearly, I nearly went to tears a few times and I know probably in the car home now I'll be in tears and this was like a side that was not going to lose today no like I, on behalf of the backs we went out and we said to ourselves that no matter what we're going to do we're going to make it as hard as possible for them we're going to hound them hassle Harry and if we make a mistake we'll get up and we'll do it again we'll do it again and we, look, we went out with that intent and it kind of fled spread throughout the field and the forwards are hounding and hassling and we weren't going to lose it and Last year, was it mentioned today even for the game? No, it wasn't. Like, I mean, I mean like, like, last year was our own fault. Like, it's ours and beat us last year. We beat ourselves. Like, and we knew that. And we knew we, we didn't perform as well as we should have performed because we put our heads down and felt sorry for ourselves after we got the goal and whatever else happened. We didn't work hard enough. And that's, that's the Glen. That's who we are. The spirit of the Glen, we work hard and that's how we beat teams. Like, we didn't do that. So we knew if we work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, we win. Like, and that's what we've done. And it was like a side on a mission this year. You really wanted to get back to that county final. We did. We wanted to just go out there and prove, just to, to show ourselves that we're not that team that dies. Like we're not that team that feels sorry for ourselves. We're a different team. We're, we're a team that works hard no matter what, and we never give up. Like we go out there and we'll beat any team. Like because we never give up. And the support is here today. Fantastic, Glen support. We do look. We've great Glen support. To be fair to me, uh, you, like you know, 
in every club we're going to get one or two fellas that you know they, they might say things that they don't mean. Because everyone's half is in the right place. They just want the Glen to be back on top where, where we belong. Like, you know, and, 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 and we've done that today. And I know we're going to enjoy it back at the club. Supporters are going to enjoy it. So, and that's life, isn't it? In Limerick, Napierstig overcame Patrick's well with a last gasp free from Shane Darling. 122-412 to the final score. After the game, Live 95 FM's Liam O'Hearn spoke with Piershig's boss, Shane O'Neill. Uh, unbelievable game. We expected it with Patrick's well. Like You've got two hurling sides there. Two clubs that have a tradition of hurling. Obviously, we're a lot younger than Patrick's well. Um, we knew what they'd bring to the table. They've brought it all year. Um, we had systems we thought we'd be able to deal with. Mm. Certain aspects of it which didn't work. Uh, just tweaked them slightly, but the boys were... You know, any other team I think would have been dead and buried, but they just came flying back, didn't panic when the goals went in and played really, really well throughout, you know. Yeah, talk to me about the start of the second half. Uh, Patrick's well getting two goals from, from penalties. You were down by five points at one stage. You reeled off what was a four in a row to get within one, then the well got a point and you just dug in so much. Well, we did, like we were five points up, so that's a ten-point swing around when you actually think of it, you know. So, um Look, I've said it before, for some unknown reason, this group's character is questioned all the time. We win two monster clubs and their character is still questioned. So hopefully that will bury that now today. I expect it should, but then probably won't, you know. So um, our, our whole focus from last year after losing, because it's a devastating dressing room. I was in the Patrick's Well one. We've been there before myself a few times. And our whole focus was to just get back on, back on the horse again. Concentrating the group stages, you know it's cliche, but that's what you got to do. Qualify for a semi-final, win that semi-final, and deal with the final when it comes that way. And uh, thankfully, we have dealt with it. You know that semi-final win did, did it stand to you? Maybe in the end, the way Kilmallock came back at you and you, you held on in that again, showing great character in that game. And again today, when you went the five points down, yeah, uh, Liam. Um, Probably, I'd say, like last year, we came into the final seriously undercooked mm. after hammering the hand in the semi-final. Um, didn't help us. Um, Patrick's well, we're in a similar situation. It doesn't help. Having it, whereas last year, Kamalik had two, a, point, a point and a two-point win against Dune and there, respectively. So definitely, you need championship matches going into, particularly going into a final, to, to, to be cooked properly. You know? So um, that match definitely suited us. But again... We were five points up and probably should have won by more and should have never gone down to the points, mm. you know. So, uh, look, it's, it's a county final, anything can happen and generally anything does, you know. How sweet is it to win it with a banished door, babe, you? Oh, it's great, but um, it isn't about the banished door, it's, 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 it's about the club, it, it's about the group of players there. Like, uh, we've got a few young lads in there, people forget the likes of Peter Casey, mm. Ronan Lynch. Outstanding, Casey was outstanding, yeah, he scored unbe- a few great points. Minor, you know, yeah. unbelievable talent. Balance, pace, intelligence, vision—he like he is absolutely everything. Fabulous hurler. Then you the likes of Mike Foley, for example. People wouldn't have expected to be on the team. He by hard, by fuck, he works really, really, really hard. Played really, really well. Struggled small, but in the first half, so we just switched him over, settled down again. You know, like there was no panic with them. Uh, Ronan Lynch hasn't a county medal either. Now they have. You know, so. Well, it was a, a cracking game. You came out on it in the end of it, and I'm sure you'll enjoy tonight. But Munster Club, maybe, to look at now down the road? I haven't even thought of Munster Club. We expected the battle that we got here today. We got it. We'll enjoy tonight, tomorrow, and then uh, probably get back uh, training maybe on um, Wednesday night, I'd say. Fair play. Well done. Current All-Ireland champions Cora Finn took the Galway crown with a 3-13 to 12 points win over Mount Bellew My Lock. Um, their manager, Stephen Rochford, obviously connected with Mayo at the moment. And he hasn't denied that he's interested in the role, but he, 
he has said that his focus is with Cork Finn. They're after another Connacht and All-Ireland title following yesterday's victory. They're 17th overall. After the game, experienced Cork Finn player Kieran Fitzgerald spoke to Galway Bay FM about the club capturing their 17th title. Kieran Fitzgerald, 10 county medals and still counting. Congratulations. Thank yeah, thanks a million, Kevin. Um, we're delighted. We're delighted with the team performance today. Um, look, we were really... There was questions answered are asked during the week about us. Um, Montpellier up and coming team um, you know a lot of people in many people's eyes they were going to be favourites going into this game um, the challenge was set and in fairness to our guys it was a, a real team performance from, from goalkeeper to all the boys that came on um, look at you cannot be anything but proud of our, our lads today you know um, this, is a, this is a really really sweet victory for our club and a proud achievement for you too I'm just thinking about the occasion today the massive crowd that was here the conditions of the pitch and the you know the weather conditions, so it's ideal. It's certainly a day to remember. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it was a lovely, lovely day. Thank God, we had a super crowd here. It was on the television. I hope, um, I hope the rest of the country got a good appreciation of of Galway football because you know it, it's been slated um, a lot over the last few years. But there's definitely a lot of talent there. There was some super scores on both sides. You know, some great young footballers, promising young footballers on both sides, and hopefully we'll see them in the maroon and white. But uh, yeah, look, we're delighted. Uh, three in a row. Um, look, we don't usually talk about things like that, but at the same time, we have to acknowledge it. Um, it's a super feat. When you think back, it hasn't been done since the great stars teams of the 60s and the players that you're talking about there. So, um, look, it's a really difficult difficult thing to do, and we're delighted that we can say we have done it now. Now, you're the daddy of the team, and, of course, you're looking into a, a kind of title now, but so there's no sign of you hanging up those boots yet. No, no, we keep it going for... Look, if we have to enjoy these times you know um, it's a great time for our club as I say um, look I'm lucky to be just a, a cog in the wheel let's say um, you know the way the training has gone and the effort that people are putting in um, this this is a huge effort by our guys um, it's not easy to be doing what we're doing and um, look at we'll just enjoy the ride as long as it goes look at someday could be next two weeks time who knows we're going to get beaten but um, we'll enjoy the victories as they come so a busy day in GA across the country a lot more on that to come next week also Ireland against Argentina in the World Cup quarterfinal if we win we'll reach a semi-final for the first time ever the Premier League is also back next week and by this time next week we'll be planning our journey to wherever we're going for the playoff involving Ireland as they hope to get to Euro 2016 it's a massive weekend of sport coming up and a massive week building up to it on Off the Ball every night from 7 I'm with you at half 7 and half 8 or thereabouts every morning on News Talk Breakfast and don't forget you can keep up with everything at 24 hours a day uh, 365 days a year on Newstalk.com forward slash sport. From myself, Oshin Langan, until next week on the podcast, it's goodbye. It's sickening, and it honestly, it would nearly bring a tear to the eye. My stomach is churning here. It's a real horrible feeling at the pit of my belly right now as Paul O'Connell is lifted onto the back of this caddy car. Uh, definitively, only Peter O'Mahony has been ruled out. Paul was, was, was in hospital overnight. He was obviously very sore. He's getting scanned, I think, at some stage this morning and we'll be in a better uh, position to make a decision on that later on. It is difficult. It felt awful for him, but I think it was great to see the sheer delight on his face after the game in terms of what we'd achieved as opposed to you know, feeling sorry for himself. Was, was really, it was brilliant to see and, and, a, and a great sign of the man that uh, he was able to put his own walls you know, behind him and think of the team's achievement first. Oh, 
yeah, if, if we do end up losing Paulie, it'll be a, it'll be a huge uh, loss to the squad, especially on the field and, and very very much so off the field as well. He's a great great person to have around, great for the team morale and, and lift spirits when when they're low and just puts you um, puts you at ease when you might be stressing out about a game or a certain aspect of a game. Yeah, we just have to wait and see. If he is ruled out, it's going to be a mon monumental loss to us. You know, I think the form he's been in has been superb. He looks as if he's you know, really enjoying his rugby too. You always say when, when guys look as if they're really enjoying what they're doing, it's generally when they get the best out of themselves. If, if it is the case, obviously, you know, I'd be massively gutted and, and disappointed and we'd have lost one of, our, one of our key players. But as I say, you've got to get on with it as quickly as you can. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way, but it's, you know, it's, it's just the nature of, of World Cups. And it's a try! It's been touched beneath the bottom of the post! And Conor Murray gets the try for Ireland. We do know last last time round we did cut the pool, and there probably was a bit of a, a bit of overconfidence or, or just a bit of a bit of complacency heading into that quarter final. And um, you know the thing with this squad is we, we do stay very very grounded, and, and you know that's with the coaching staff and the players we have and the mentality they have. So I think um, that won't be an issue this time round. Please God. They go wide to Rob Carney. Rob Carney scores! Rob Carney scores for Ireland! You know, we were here four years ago and we topped the group and everyone told we were brilliant. We told we were brilliant and we went out and got pumped by a really good Wales team. So we don't, we don't have much time to, to sit around and, and think about this great performance we had yesterday. We have to move on really quickly and I think, bar the Australians, the Argentinians have probably been the most impressive side. Their ability to score points is, has been very, very strong throughout the tournament and you know we just need to make sure that we're, we're, we're next task focused as quickly as we can be. We have another seven day turnaround now for the quarter final and um, you know we're going to have to make the most out of it, there's a lot of bruised bodies out there, we need to be um, at our best next weekend um, so we'll, we'll kind of recuperate as, as good as we can. <laughs> there's a lot of sore bodies, we're going to have to recuperate but we got a massive game in seven days and hopefully this uh, Sea of Green comes back out again and supports in the quarter final.